0: We got a hockey game tonight, shall we? So, let's talk to Rod Brindamore. So, you have now only two goalies. Uh, we'll talk about Piotr and the decision to send him down. But obviously, Freddie impressed plenty with two starts to know that he was going to be your guy.
1: Well, uh, he was... You know, we didn't know what we were going to get there. Uh, been out for so long. And, I mean, he looked uh, like he had missed the beat. So, that was good on him, you know, for stepping in, and like you said, we gave him a couple starts, and I think he looks like he's
0: uh, back to normal. And you had mentioned that, well, we don't even have three healthy goalies right now. Obviously, you do, because you total trust in Antti Ranta as the number two, uh, but let's talk about what you want from Piotr uh, going back to Chicago, and maybe how you see uh, the organization using him even this year.
1: Uh, well, Lee's got to play, and he play, already played last night. Uh, down in uh, Chicago. It was actually in Winnipeg, but he had a good start. He needs to get action. And so, like I said, having a 3 goalie rotation, was just it just doesn't work. So he's, uh, you know, I think there was still a lot of room or is still a lot of room for him to grow as a goalie. And the best way to do that is to play. And, you know, we've got, you know, obviously Jason Mazzotti's down there working with him on a daily basis. So you kind of, I think, just keep growing his game. And obviously we know if we need him, he's more than capable. But like I said,
0: we still still have uh, room to go uh, with him. Yeah, and I think one of my favorite things about him is that he's not afraid uh, at all of the moment. I mean, you used him last year in a, in a game where you needed to win to clinch in New York, and he's obviously played big games uh, in the playoffs already. Is this as healthy as your team has been all year?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um I mean, I think, you know, obviously Andre Costa hasn't played. Right. And that was a guy we were kind of hoping he would, you know, obviously at the start of the year, you, you're hoping he would make it through, but he, he clearly hasn't. So uh, other than that, now we've got uh, everyone else in the lineup. So that's definitely a good sign.
0: When Max went down in the game uh, last week, um, what what went through your mind and then take me to when you found out it wasn't going to be a long-term thing?
1: Well, listen, anybody goes down, you're worried. And then, but with him, there's obviously a history uh, with us too, obviously recent history where he's been nicked up. So um, you just, you know, number one, I was worried, okay, how bad is it going to be? And then number two, just for him, because, you know, you could just see it on his face. He's just, you know, not again, here we go. So um, I'm, you know, happy that, uh, you know, we did the right thing. We just shut him down precautionary and gave him through the weekend. And now he seems like he's uh, ready to go. Well, let's talk about some
0: guys who filled roles against Vancouver. And I know it, the, the game didn't end up the way you want. It probably wasn't even played the way uh, you wanted. But, yes, Barry Coat and he stepped in for Jordan Stahl. And I think I think did a very good job uh, centering that line. And he has certainly been a pretty solid player over the last month or so. He's been
1: good. I mean, you know, we, we changed his role a little bit with who he was playing with and um, I think you, you take the pressure off trying to, you know, make plays and, you know, set up your wingers and things like that, which, you know, you still got to do. But if you're, you know, not thinking about it as much, as it, I think it might just take the pressure off. And I think that's what's happened. And, you know, but if, listen, if that's how you, you can get out of him, that, that kind of play like you mentioned over the last month, I think we're in good shape. I
0: mean, I think he's been incredibly so- solid. I, th- I liked the attempt, the between the legs uh, uh, shot he tried. I'm actually glad it didn't go in because the play was so far offside. They could have challenged it to me and I would
1: have overruled the goal. Right. Well, that's, listen, yeah, that's kind of the sidebar on it. I don't know if he knew it was offside, um, but it clearly was. But, but I, I have no problem with these you know, moves and people, I, I mean, I actually heard, I think the broadcast on the TNP or whatever yeah. were, Criticizing it, and I'm like, they don't even know what they're talking about. <laughs> like, how can they, you know? If it, it, guys make moves like that now, and if that's the best move that you have, to I applaud it because it's courageous. you got to make moves in this league. You can't just shoot the puck off. Oh, Our goalies are too good, so you got to try get them off their angles and whatever you got to do. So I have no problem with it. Rob Brendamore <laughs> is joining us.
0: All right, let's uh, let's talk about the return of uh, of Jordan. Everything is uh, everything is good. How much of what happened late? Is Jordan not being there?
1: Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think if you if you really break down the goal, we had it on our stick. And, you know, our best player had it. Right. On a stick. We were Ten feet inside the blue line, and it just rolled on him. Otherwise, he puts that out, and the game's over. Um, but, you know, obviously, Jordan would have been out there. There was We also missed the puck by an inch in the corner to stop it from coming out. which you know, there's a whole bunch of things you could have said should happen, But at the end of the day, I know Seabass, he knows he should have got that fuck out.
0: Is that a just result, though, when, when we talk about, you know, when, whether or not you guys played the way you wanted to play? Uh, just didn't seem like really the game was that it was your type of game at all uh, against Vancouver last Sunday. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I
1: thought, you know, it wasn't a great start, which you know, we've had pretty good starts throughout the year. Uh, even though we were up two, I didn't like, you know, we, I think we had six shots on that. They had five, I think, or something like it wasn't, yeah. wasn't terrible. It wasn't a terrible start. It's just not how we normally do it. Like you said. And then we actually had a really good second period and got nothing out of it. And then the third period just kind of, you know, it was what it was. And we should have had that game put away. Like we talked about, but you know, things happen. And, um, you know, you move on.
0: All right. Let me ask you about the Minnesota wild here real quick. Uh, since a, a, a slow start for them, they have been outstanding. They're eighteen six and two in their last twenty six games. One of, if not the best team in the Western Conference of late.
1: Well, they, they play this really gritty, grindy game, and so they don't give you much. So if you're, you know, if you're if you're not willing to embrace the kind of game it's going to be, which will be fighting for inches out there, they to be on top of you. Um, you know, I look at their, I watched their game against Washington and they had five shots on that halfway through the game, but it was one nothing and they were happy to play that way. And then they got going to their game a little bit and they had all their goals were just shots with big guys in front of the net and found a way through and they ended up winning the game. So they're happy to play that way. And we just have to understand that's kind of probably how it's going to be tonight. How do you,
0: how do you stay patient against a team like that?
1: Well, that's the key. You just got. You have to because you know they're 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 a good checking team and they have you know listen they have Caprice off which we know he's a dynamic player as they come, um, but the the rest of the guys are hard working big big players and you just know it's there's not going to be a lot of room and you just have to stick with uh, your game because the worst thing you can do is start
0: opening up and then that gets them you know the opportunities they're looking for. All right, sir. Good luck tonight, and we'll talk to you later.
1: Got it. Thank you.
0: Adam Gold here with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Are most of your clients hands-on or they just give you their money and let it work for them? About 90%, give the money, and then we meet every year and go through status reports, sure. have a financial pit stop, making sure everything's fine. It is like a puzzle, Adam, but for the next 10 of you, we'll solve your own retirement puzzle at no cost or obligation. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a Pete spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Rod Brindamore is the head coach of the Carolina Hurricanes, and Canes and the Minnesota Wild, who are really good and really big Uh, and really fast, and Carolina was this close to the win in Minnesota right before Thanksgiving, and then Sam Steele got loose enough, and he beat Kachetkov, and then they lost in overtime. That was that stretch where they had four overtime losses in a five-game span. That was their five-game losing streak. Uh, Hopefully that will be the low-water mark for the Hurricanes this year. It's a big one tonight, I think. Uh, Carolina's got to finish strong heading to the All-Star break. I mean, they've fallen off their game a little bit and let the Devils right back in. It's a one-point gap between the Devils and the Carolina Hurricanes right now. I chose William Peace University because of the small class sizes. I feel that you get more one-on-one time with teachers. With class sizes like about 16 per teacher, you can really get that one-on-one help a lot of students need.